Ash Wednesday will be here in two days. The official start of Lent starts this Wednesday, in case you weren't aware. And as with many things in life, it's true of Lent that you are only as good as your preparation. So while we still have a few days to prepare, this entire homily is only 20 suggestions, concrete things that you might think about possibly adopting for Lent, so that when Ash Wednesday comes, you can hit the ground running. So, unlike David Letterman's countdowns, this won't be funny. Number one, fasting. Fasting is an ancient practice that teaches us to discipline, and it uses our hunger to turn our minds towards God. Fasting should never be extreme or threaten our health, but for most of us, skipping a meal or two can be a powerful form of sacrifice which is too often ignored. Fasting is also a kind of prayer that we can offer for someone in need. Number two, reading sacred scripture. As St. Jerome said, quote, ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ, end quote. I'm not suggesting reading the whole Bible from cover to cover during Lent. Spoilers, he dies in the end. Other spoilers, he resurrects. But maybe picking one of the gospel and reading it the entire way through, just a little bit each day. Number three, abstaining from pleasures. We all have our routines and habits that we enjoy. We've surrounded ourselves with good things that give us comfort. But it can be easy to become dependent on these things or even enslaved to them. In other words... If you can give up something that is non-essential for 40 days, then you are the master of that thing. If not, then that thing is the master of you. Some people give up booze for Lent each year, that is, they consume no alcohol from Ash Wednesday until Easter. Others give up chocolate or candy or sweets. Others delete social media apps from their phone. Whatever you do, make it count. Number four, confession. Now this one is for everybody. Confession is not an optional part of our faith. It is necessary, and it's a beautiful part of our life with Christ. So let's be blunt. Anyone who thinks that they have no need to confess their sins is living a deceived life. Period. So, if it's been a while, use this Lent to come home to the Lord and receive His healing mercy and grace in the sacrament of penance and reconciliation. Number five, concern for the poor. In addition to prayer and fasting, Lent is a time for almsgiving. Our prayer and fasting always should turn our hearts to those who are less fortunate, and we should be especially moved to care for their needs. Many people choose to skip lunch and donate the amount that they would have spent on lunch to some charitable organization so that their sacrifice can touch the life of someone in need. Number six, praying as a family. It's no secret that in recent years, the sense of the presence of God has been driven from our homes. But during this holy season, it is time to try and bring it back. Praying before meals, praying a decade or two of the rosary together, spending five minutes praying for each other's intentions are all examples of ways that you can pray together as a family. Number seven, visits to the Blessed Sacrament. Jesus Christ is truly present in the tabernacle of the church. It is our belief in the real presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist that brings us here this morning. This Lent, why not make some time in your day to stop into the church and visit the Lord? We have adoration offered every Tuesday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. at St. Joseph's. And remember what St. John Vianney said, quote, If you find yourself by yourself before the tabernacle, remember that the eyes of the creator of the universe rest upon you alone. 
And if you cannot make it to the church, placing yourself mentally in front of a tabernacle at home does the same thing. Our God is not confined by the tiny golden box we keep him in. He sees you no matter where you are, and he can span time and space. Number eight, daily mass. The mass is the most perfect prayer possible. It is offered every day around the diocese. Mass is at 9 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday at St. Joseph's, or on Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. after adoration and confessions, in case you go to school or work and cannot make the 9 a.m. And it's also offered here at noon on Fridays. Ask yourself honestly, is there anything stopping me from being at Mass at least once during the week? And if the answer is no, there's your Lent right there. Number nine, no snacks. During Lent, we discipline our bodies and our souls. It is a long-standing practice to try and avoid eating between meals. This practice helps us to keep from indulging ourselves and teaches us to be temperate in our appetites and not just eat whatever we see. Number 10, Stations of the Cross. This traditional Lenten devotion helps us to enter into the sufferings of Jesus Christ and to be strengthened by his example in trial. Stations of the Cross will be offered each Friday of Lent here at 6 p.m., followed by dinner in the hall. Or you can always offer the stations privately at your own convenience, and Fridays are especially appropriate to do this. Number 11, forgiving past offenses. During Lent, we not only ask for forgiveness, we should also be generous in forgiving those who have offended us. Letting go of our past hurts and grudges is a powerful way to live the days of Lent. Mercy for others can set you free. We say in the Our Father, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Maybe we should really mean it. Number 12, donation of time. In addition to making monetary sacrifices for those in need, each of us can do a lot of good for the kingdom of God by freely giving of our time to help those who need a hand in life. Charity like this shapes the Christian heart and it makes us feel the joy that comes from serving the Lord. Number 13, and this one is especially close to my heart, exercising. This one surprises a lot of people though, but exercise in life, I'm sorry, excess in life takes its toll on our body. By exercising, we show respect and good stewardship for the gift of our bodies. Exercise also relieves stress that often leads to anger, aggravation, impatience, depression, despair, lust, and many other troubles of the soul. Number 14, spiritual reading. One of the great ways to feed the spiritual life is to read something that will open your heart and your mind to the workings of grace in the world. Some people gain great inspiration from reading about the lives of the saints, or books on prayer, or the spiritual life. Find some religious literature and let the words soak into you during this Lent. Number 15, visiting the sick. If you have members of your family who are sick, homebound, or in an assisted living center or nursing home, think about how you've treated them in their need. Visiting the sick is a corporal work of mercy which brings comfort to those who are suffering. While it's always easy to find excuses for not visiting people who are lonely, your visit may be the only light that they get to see. And if they are far away, a phone call does a lot to alleviate seclusion. And if you know of no one who is in a nursing home or homebound or assisted living center, you can go visit my dad at Marion Manor in Virginia Beach. He loves visitors. Number 16, cleaning up your act. It is amazing how much impurity seeps into our lives, in word, in thought, 
in attitude and in action. And when it gets lodged in us as a habit, it is especially difficult to uproot. Use the season of Lent to start an intentional purification in your life of being vigilant about what you say, what you see and watch, how you think, and what you do. Number 17, be thankful. One of the most fruitful cornerstones of prayer is thanksgiving. Because when we count our blessings and thank God, we realize how much has been freely placed into our hands. Without cultivating thanksgiving in our hearts, we become ungrateful before God, and we may even begin to question God's very existence. It is a beautiful way to start each day by taking a few minutes to praise God for His goodness. Number 18, examine your character. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, that's just absolute garbage. Every once in a while, it is simply necessary to take a searching, brutally honest inventory of yourself and see if you are the kind of person that God wants you to be. What flaws or weaknesses have you allowed to find their way into your behavior? What bad patterns of behavior in your personality do you not even fight anymore and just give in to readily? Have you become a person who is jealous, vengeful, selfish, hurtful, proud, envious, lazy, greedy, bitter, angry, lustful, uncaring, arrogant, or rash? The, sense, the season of Lent is a perfect time with God's grace, to make a fundamental change in your character. Number 19, we're almost done. Learn about your Catholic faith. There are a lot of ways to do this. First, you could get a copy of the Catechism of the Catholic Church and read about what we actually believe. A lot of people think they know what the Catholic te Church teaches, but in honest reality have no idea. The full text of the Catechism is available online, so you don't even have to buy the book. Number 20, take time to meditate on death each day. Humanity has a 100% mortality rate. No matter how wonderful or miserable you are, no matter how rich or how poor, we will all die. Hopefully not for very long, but for some of us it will be sooner. A Catholic should meditate on his or her death in preparation and prayer, praying for a good and holy death. Being aware of death and the afterlife helps us to appreciate this current life all the more. Now, I've listed 20 things, and I don't want you to pick all 20 of them, but possibly one or two, or come up with your own Lenten sacrifice or spiritual practice that you can add into your life. And don't worry, if you don't remember all of the things that I've just said, you can always re-listen to this homily on the parish website. My friends, this life is very short and the life to come is eternal. So with God's grace, may this Lent truly be transformative for you and for me.